All right, it's um, this is the uh, without a doubt the weirdest off season any of us have ever been through. But uh, the Tuesday aftermath is uh, separated safely, and uh, here here to hopefully uh, distract you from this uh, madness for a few minutes. So, as a special treat tonight, uh, we have Alicia here to do her intro live on the air. So, uh, Alicia, are you ready? <laughs> oh no, it's Carol. <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This oh, podcast oh. will absolutely contain explicit language. So oh. don't growl at us if you get offended. Here comes the Tuesday aftermath. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, babe. That was oh. great. She's been our intro all year, everybody. So she got to do it. She got to do it live on the air. And we, we're, uh, we're happy to have her. She's probably the best. That's probably where we get our listens from is that, uh, yeah. is that uh, 99 cents a minute voice she's got. So what's up, guys? Well, uh, I kind of missed my intro. I, I think the cat got my tongue, but uh, Bud, how, how have you been? I tell you what, man. It's kind of like uh, when you're little and uh, your dad and you play like the bucking bronco and you try and stay on and uh, he eventually throws you off and you may or may not break a collarbone. That's kind of what I feel like the earth is doing to humans right now. Well, it's year two of COVID-19. We've got no sports. And there's talk about closing closing down the liquor store. What are we going to do? Uh, I think we need to uh, purge the aftermath. <laughs> a little bit of a purging going on. Oh, man. So tonight's a special show. We're, uh, we're recording it live uh, separately and safely. So we've got my, uh, my partner in crime, my co-host here. We got Max with us tonight. And we have our... It's a football podcast, but he's still our sixth man. We got Stush with us again tonight. So uh, how's it going, Stush? You know, things are good. Things are good. It's a little odd right now, you know? It's a little, the world is a little odd, like you said. So tell us, how long has it been since you've wore pants? I can tell you this. I'm not wearing any now. <laughs> well, we all know. That's why we're recording. But, uh, no, it's... I'll tell you, it, it feels like it's been a while, you know, I, I lose track of days now. So it's, it's been, it's been a while. I mean, it, it feels like it's been months. Yeah. But then you think about it, it's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah. Really, right. Yeah. It's officially March 97th. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's been rough. It's been rough. So, so how you been, Max? We haven't, we haven't talked in a while. Well, I'm, I guess I'm essential. Yep. Yes, you so, sure are. I found out two things from all this. I'm essential. It's one thing. And two, I'm not human because you're supposed to stay six feet away from me and no one does it. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. We, uh, us, uh, us still out in the field are, um, more, we're more of a fire hydrant than we are a human being right now, but. No, we do. So here's the question though, Max, have you had to punch anybody? Cause I got too close to you. It's it's pretty close. Claire, it's been close. I had to, uh, Numb chuck a dog the other day. I had to lock my door. The guy wanted to talk to me so bad, he came right up to the, the vehicle and tried to open the door to talk to me. I had to lock the door. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. It, it is. So um, on that note, let's do, let's do some football talk. You guys want to talk some football? I know it's That's hard right now, but for God, I think people need a break. I think people need a break. So, I mean, let's be honest. All we have to talk about, we, got, we had the – the free where they signed the CBA, so they started signing free agents. First and foremost, Brady to Tampa Bay. There's no, yeah. there's everybody like, there's no reason to skirt around it. Um, so we'll go with uh, uh, Stush. How do you feel about Brady to Tampa Bay? 
Well, I, I think it's going to be an interesting transition. I think what you're going to learn is, you know, how much of it was Brady, how much of it was the team, how much of it was the coach. You know, you, you, you have him leaving all of that, going to Tampa Bay. And, you know, I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. It's, it's a lot of money to spend on a, a 40-something-year-old quarterback, a lot of money. When It's weird. Uh, so, so, Max, uh, Winston was your boy. We all know that. 30, ah. 30 for 30. But think I about – I all those jerseys. Okay, but honestly, though, what you did was you gave up – I mean, what did we talk about? Didn't he lead the league in yards and touchdowns? I mean, I know interceptions yeah. too, but, like, you didn't give up a – I know, buddy. You didn't give up. It's not like the Dolphins giving up Fitzpatrick. I mean, they gave a they give up a kid that, I mean, puts up numbers, lots of um, numbers. <laughs> oh, puts oh. up a lot of numbers, but uh, it, it's a a sport of diminishing returns. You see all the good stats, but you got to subtract the bad stats. And what do you end up with in the middle? Like, what was his actual right. touchdowns made to touchdowns given up? Um, honestly, I. I was reading an article where the GM of Tampa, uh, him and Aaron Arians were on the phone with uh, Tom Brady. Their first phone call went an hour and a half long. He said, basically, Tom Brady sold himself to them. Yeah, well. In the the second conversation, they they signed him, basically signed him in two phone calls. Well, think about it. Bruce Arians had Kurt Warner, and look what they did. Yeah. You know, when you get a quarterback that, that, you know, I, I, I I think you guys nailed it. That when you get a quarterback that uses, um, you know, his 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 mindset like he does more than his talent and all that stuff. That uh, with the defense they've got, uh, you know, the South is not the South is easily winnable. I mean, they're they're a playoff team right now for without a yep. doubt. Uh, so you know, you've got uh, obviously you got to go through Drew Brees, but you're I think there's they were almost a playoff team last year. They were eight and eight. Yeah. So so okay so we we don't want to. I got a question. I mean, okay. with Mike Evans there, like if, if Brady, do you think he's got the arm strength to hit that guy downfield? No. No. I'm, I, that, I'm glad you brought that up. I absolutely think it's uh, – yeah, he's irrelevant. And that's another that's good point, way man. in the pros and cons. You, just, you might just eliminate your, your biggest threat downfield by signing Brady. Well, their, their best receiver, who was honestly their best receiver last year, was Godwin. And um, he's going to be – he's going to have a monster year. I think that I think that offense re- depends more on Godwin right now than it does um, Mike. But so, I will say this, though. Mike Evans can run more than one route. I know I was hard on him last year, but w- with a guy like Brady, Brady – I mean, let's face it, Brady's going to be a coach. Am I wrong? Um, I don't, what do you mean by that? I mean, he's going to be teaching these guys how to play in, oh, a, in a winning system, oh, like Peyton. Oh, Manning. absolutely. He's going to be he's going to be the mentor. Yeah, the yeah. patriarch of the team, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. and I I think that's you, Joe, with with young receivers. If if Mike Evans, so here's the thing: we we talked about this, um, Max. You remember, you know, earlier last season in the show when we uh, highlighted the wide receivers. If you take a guy like Evans with the size and speed that he has in the hands, and if he learns to play football like, say, Michael Thomas, we, we compared him a lot to Michael Thomas last year. If he learns to play football like Michael Thomas, he's a 100-catch guy for Brady. The jump balls he had in college catching from Johnny football, he he's already got that skill set. That's uh, The skill set's there. The talent's there. Oh, I thought he was going to break his ankle every time that kid just launched a Hail Mary yeah. down the field. So if you got a guy well, like – go ahead. I was going to say Arians is Arians is going to adjust the offense too. 
I mean, Arian's a great guy. I mean, he's a good coach. I think he's a really good coach. I really like the guy. I do. And he's going to adjust that offense so that it works, obviously. I mean, that's – they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I agree. I I mean, Stush, you remember your last Super Bowl, like, Arian's – I mean, Arian's was the better coach. I mean, I mean, you guys – you guys deserve the win, but I'm saying, you know, as a Steelers fan, you saw that game. So, no, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I think that was Arians, right? I'm not wrong, am I? No. He was coaching Arizona then. And what he did with Kurt Warner. And I mean, you got a yeah. Tom Brady's, I'd say at this age, he's he's equivalent at least equivalent to that level of Kurt Warner. So I don't I think it's uh at first I was I dismissed it, but then I was like, nah, I, th- I think it's but okay. So let's move on down. This is what happens here. So so we got Teddy Bridgewater went to Carolina. Um you guys have oh. any any thoughts on that at all? Yeah, I, I, I have a question for you guys. Um, you know, Bridgewater went six and three in nine games filming for Drew Brees when he broke his thumb. One of those losses was in the game that Brees broke his thumb, and they were already trailing when he came in. He were, he had three different teams looking at him, and he ended up getting $63 million over three years. Do you really think Teddy Bridgewater has reignited his um, ability to play quarterback, or are these GMs just grabbing for – you know, he was playing in a system, and, and it's basically the New Orleans system that made him so good and not so much him getting his uh, Vikings fire back. What do you guys think? You go ahead, Stosh. I, I don't think so. I mean, I think um, – I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been a Bridgewater fan, I guess. Um, I, I can't see him – I can't see him making history anytime soon, I guess. Yeah, I think I goes to I and and as honestly, personally, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I I do like the way he plays the game. Yeah, but I don't think that I don't think he takes an a, a an average. You know, I don't know. They got a new coach, but I don't feel that he takes an average team. Okay, so we talked. We just talked about Brady. He goes to a team and makes it better. He makes it better by his by by his experience and what he knows and what he can teach. I don't know if at this point, just because of the injury and everything in Minnesota, if Bridgewater is going to carry that with him. Now, I think playing under Sean Payton and alongside Drew Brees is giant. Like I think sure. he's I think he's a good quarterback. But if you're asking me, if you're asking me in the South right now, I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'm going to th- I'll throw a question out to you guys. This is great. Uh, Max, you go first. Who who would you rather sign to your team tomorrow, Teddy Bridgewater or Jameis Winston? Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, Stush. Well, I don't know. I may take Jameis Winston. I kind of, as far as as far as what I see, I kind of lean that way. I think if you throw Teddy into a team, like I think Teddy could jump into um, like Seattle right now, who's got an established team. And 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 move in. You know what? Teddy Bridgewater to New England would have been a better fit. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Rather absolutely. rather than have the now I love the kid. Believe me, I want him like I would root for him every day of the week, but that's kind of how I feel. So um our boy Ryan Tannehill signed a huge contract to stay with the Titans. Uh we talked about it last year on the show. Like he has the stats to back it up, but man, like that's it. That that's Titans quarterback now. How you feel about that? Or is this one of those like, holy shit, can you believe they gave me that? Look, Stush is laughing. Let's go Stush first. <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I, again, Tannehill's another one of those guys where I'm like, eh, uh, you know, what's he bringing to the table now? I, I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, in my, 
he's still he's not like the A listers of quarterbacks. He's like the he's the B lister. He'll get you the playoffs, and then at the playoffs, when like you know he, they lost, he had an opportunity to to shine or take over that game or lead yeah. a scoring drive. And he, he's always going to be a B lister. I don't. I think. Yeah, that's that's a and I, I don't. We know we never talk about money on the aftermath, but there is. A, but you have to when it's the business side of it. Like when you invest that much, you're, you're not investing in something else. Now they did resign Henry or they franchise him. I'm sorry. So they did, they do have the same nucleus coming they back. They save money by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't know, but I was happy for him. I mean, the kid earned oh. it for sure. Uh, Dak Prescott got franchise tag. Uh, what do you yeah. guys think about Dak? We all know that he got franchise tag, but it's not going to stick. They're they're going to sign him to some stupid contract, and that's fine. Good for him. But what do you guys think in general at Prescott? He's going to be the highest paid quarterback in football within the next twelve months. How do you guys feel about that? What's what percentage of the overall salary cap is he getting of Dallas's? Is it is it above that thirteen percent mark? I don't know the percentages, but I know between him and Zeke, if once they do the the long term deal, even the franchise deals a lot this year, but between him and Zeke, like that that's it. I mean you gotta win. I was gonna say that yeah, that has to be it has to be it. Chunk of it. Yeah. They can they they can they franchise Amari Cooper, I believe. Um, yeah, I don't want to go down the wide receiver road. I don't think any of us watch enough Dallas Cowboys football to judge Amari Cooper. You guys know you got you guys have known me long enough. You know I'm not a big time wide receiver guy until I see one win the big game. I, I'm sure. So that's it. They 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 call it the big three, but they're still they're still basing that on the early '90s Dallas teams that was 30 we, years ago. In previous podcasts, we talked about they also had. Uh, all pro two guards, all pro center, all pro fullback. And all you want to talk about is exactly. Yeah. There's a lot more to that team. So when you take a majority of your salary cap and blow it on three people. Yeah, I agree. I I totally agree. Um, So I don't think what Dallas did is necessarily, I like Dak a lot and I I really do think he's a good quarterback, Um, but you, yeah, you have to start factoring the money in when you're talking thirty million or forty million dollars a year. Uh, so I don't know. So then we had, um, hey, so our boy, our boy Philip Rivers signed with Indianapolis, just like everybody <laughs> thought. So they're in, yeah. let's get they're in the AFC South. So yeah. uh, the, you know we're talking what Jacksonville, uh, Houston, Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. So. How do you feel about that? That's I. I think it's. Well, I think it's as good a place as he could have landed, right? Oh, absolutely. And he took a he took absolutely. a fucking paycheck too. Yep, absolutely. The division he's in. I mean, I think it's it's not a bad move for him. No, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. Perfect. And for Andy. Yep. Yeah, but is it? But is it a bad move for the Colts? I don't know. <laughs> him it's and not Frank, a, Frank Frank Wright was his position coach like five years ago, so they got a history together. So. Yeah. I go by schedule. He's playing in a dome, which was which is good for him. You know, it's a, a controlled environment is good for an older quarterback. I don't care. Um, I don't care. That's just the way it is. You know, there's there's not near as many. Okay, for instance, like if I'm Philip Rivers, I don't. I'd rather play Patrick Mahomes in in a dome than than to try and play him out on grass to where, you know, his uh, youth and athleticism starts taking over. So if I'm Rivers, I'm like if I can get a home playoff game. You know, that's just my opinion on that, but I think that's a great landing spot for him. Uh, I don't think anybody. So, do you think those these teams like like Indy that 
you know, are taking Philip Rivers? Are, are, are you expecting them to draft? I know we're not talking about the draft right now, but no, go ahead. in them to draft a, a quarterback also. Oh, if they're, I think, right? they have to, if they're there, you have to, yeah. but I you think that, to, I right? think it's a good position to be in. Like if you're Tampa Bay, um, right now you've got you're you're banking. You got two years. That's what we're saying with Brady. Right. I think we're saying the right. same thing with rivers. So I yep. think you're like, if a quarterback is there at, you know, in the, in the first two rounds, fuck yeah, you absolutely do. Well, and you think about what you said earlier about Brady being a coach or a mentor, or whatever you want to talk exactly. to. I mean, who, even Philip Rivers, I, I know we, you know, you guys have joked about Philip Rivers. We all joke about Philip Rivers, but I don't guys, know what you're talking forever, about. Man. <laughs> He's no. been around a long time and he has, he, he has a lot of, a lot of knowledge to pass. He knows how to be a professional. Uh, our last show, we talked about that. I think, I think there's a lot about being a professional in football that is way overlooked and it's going to, it's, it's like every business going forward, you're going to know how to, you're going to want to know how to do your shit. By professional. You mean when he like lays on a field and kicks and screens, is that, is that, yeah, you got he does the red face snow angel. I meant, I meant how to keep a job, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll be a, you know what? It's the couch quarterbacks. They've softened me up, man. God damn it. <laughs> I know. He's I like a dick. A... Well, maybe they're going to start cheering for the I just thought about it. When his red face is about to explode in that white helmet, it is, it is going to stand out more than ever. Yeah. Well, I got a question, though. Like, uh, well, not a question. Like, you talked about, well, these quarterbacks who now have picked up Rivers and Brady, I don't think you're just looking for a guy at whatever at whatever number you have in the draft. I think you're still looking for a franchise guy. You're oh, yeah, you have to be. Guy. You're looking yeah. for it. Absolutely. Because you have a chance for having him mentored by, you know, some of the greatest okay. in the game right now. Okay, so let, let's, let's uh, mix – we'll mix the two, free agents and draft – from what we've saw this year, like with the Bridgewater signings, um, you know, a few other guys, like uh, like San Francisco went to the Super Bowl with a guy that they got from New England. Okay, so and all these teams are moving quarterbacks around. Are we sure that teams are still trying to draft the next quarterback, or do they want to find the next backup three years into the league? Okay, right now, if you had, wow. if you had a, a first round draft pick. Would you take? We'll leave. We'll leave a couple of the guys that stand out. Like we won't say outside of Joe. Bur- outside of Joe Burrow. Okay, here we go. Teddy Bridgewater or the kid from Oregon. Oh, next no, year. Bad. No, no. That no, kid but, from Oregon so overrated. Right. That's what but I'm Joe, saying. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts or Bridgewater. Yeah, it's Bridgewater. Yeah. If you own a team, it's Brid- am I right, Stush? You're saying? Are you saying as a of of first? team quarterback or are you saying as a backup quarterback for two no, or three I'm years? saying I'm saying like Carolina took Bridgewater to be their starting quarterback right and I'm I think that teams might be going that way to where they want to like let's let somebody yeah. else draft them and let's find yeah. out exactly it, how good they are right and yeah I, I agree with that but I think if you have a situation where we were talking about like Brady who has a couple years left Philip Rivers who has a couple years left I think then you're drafting a quarterback it's going to be your your franchise quarterback two to three years from now because he's going to learn. So you're still you want to take, you know what I'm saying? You're still leaning draft. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What, yep. What's wait a minute? What's 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 Max got going on up here? He was showing off something. You got to give us. You got to get guys. Give us a little pause there, Max. Is that too bright? Can you read that? Oh, a little rum. A little rum. 
Oh, yeah, a little nice. dark rum tonight. Yeah, nice. I like dark rum. Remember the Kraken stush? How good's a Kraken? Oh, is it Kraken good? Oh my God! It's like I don't know. It's like yeah, it's like dessert and eating chocolate cake, and getting shit faced at the same time. Yeah, Are you, I think we did all that. I think we did all that with it. So, so you know what, Stush? Let's go ahead. I bought three balls of uh, Four Roses whiskey as my mixers, and that was uh, three weeks ago. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Whoa. Who told <laughs> you to do that? Wait a minute. How much is the fucking... Four Roses with? Did you get a bailout? Yeah, Who's hey, mixing Four Roses? I don't need toilet paper. I don't need all that other crap. I just need my alcohol. So. I didn't know he was mix. I didn't know we had Four Roses money now. God damn. <laughs> No, 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 no! Just uh, the smaller bowl was only was twenty one bucks, twenty two dollars at Kroger's. Four roses, it's not bad. Is, yeah, but you don't need. You, yeah, you can just be. You can be sipping four roses. I agree. No, I, there's a, there's a drink called the sidecar. It's basically. Oh a well, you pump. didn't. Well, no, I didn't. That's not a mixer. That's a that's a classic drink. That's a. I thought you, I thought we were talking about you're throwing some RC cola in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> you about got fired. <laughs> Dr. Thunder, or was it called Thunder Mountain? Thunder Mountain Four Roses. That's what I did. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, Stush, let's piggy bank on our conversation about draft versus, you know, a third-year guy. Um, Nick Foles signs a free agent contract with oh. Chicago Bears, which kicks Mitch Trubisky, their first-round pick that they traded everything for out of a job. Uh, so no, they, that's not what they said. They said they're battling for position. It doesn't mean Mitch has already, already lost it. Yeah, but what they still brought a they still brought a veteran guy in for a lot of money. Nick Foles sucks. So what? So is Trubisky. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you just picked up another. What? Yeah, why? Okay, there you go. I don't, I didn't even know if you guys know about that move. Why do you make that move? Do you guys have any idea? Or you're just it's like stuff's just like nope. <laughs> no, I, I I can't understand it. I don't know why you would. It's just a way to get rid of money, right? Yeah. I, I don't. It doesn't make any sense. So I kind of thought that too. So we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on fools because. Well, let, let me use let me use my analogy. It's I like you got a you got the best got analogies in the business, brother. You got a broken wheelbarrow because it's it's missing its tire. So you go buy a backup wheelbarrow. <laughs> Spare for spare parts, and it's also missing its tire. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's That's, not missing the tire. The tire is just flat. The tire is flat got, with a really big hole in it that you can't patch. You got four handles and no tire. That's what you got with yes. these two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm glad you guys saw that. Okay, so let's uh, real quick before we get off quarterbacks. I, I, Jameis Winston is a free agent quarterback. Like. He led the league in touchdowns and passing yards. Where does he go? Do you guys have any clue? Chicago. They'll have three broken world worlds. But what if, I mean, what if he can't? All he's got, I mean, if he cuts down the interceptions, like, I don't get it. Well, Cam's out there still, too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Cam Newton's. Yeah. But, Stush, we've talked about this. We Sometimes we feel that Cam's kind of said, kind of just said, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Winston has it all. Like, I don't know. I, maybe I'm the only one, but I mean, I saw him beat good teams last year. I know he makes a ton of mistakes, but that's well, weird. He's gonna land, be, you know, he's going to land somewhere. I just don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where. Okay, Stush, here we go. Let's no, let's go. Let's get. Let's get. We'll go personal here, Stush. If if the you know, because Roethlisberger, 
obviously is not going to a stop eating or B stop getting hurt. Would you take Winston tomorrow just to be yes. on the team? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not to, not to necessarily, you know, say, Hey Ben, you're done. Yeah. I'm just saying. Davis is going to start, but absolutely. I mean, yeah. cause the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh needs some depth at, at quarterbacks. Let's yeah. face it. You're right. I mean, Ben, Ben, Ben looks like he's been in quarantine <laughs> for two years. Ben, holy shit! Ben looks like he's, Ben looks like he's about to cannibalize the rest of his party in the in the middle of the Rockies somewhere. So Max, like if you could take Jameis Winston on the Browns just to have him on the team, would you take him? No, no, you're not a Winston fan. So I would t- on the Dolphins, I would take I him. See, I want to see him in in Pittsburgh too because <laughs> the number of turnovers, <laughs> the number of turnovers he'll have, you you. Stush will get to see Mike Tomlin's head explode when he turns that ball over. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, uh, no, Tomlin would just stand there on the sideline, Matt. You know it as well as I. He'd just stand there with his sunglasses on, just like I told you, you know, so. His head. He's kind of an I told you so guy, like I told yeah. you so. So, um, I can't get my eyes to bug out like him. <laughs> Don't, they'll fall out, man. He's like a, he's like a fucking Pekingese. His eyes will fall out. So the only I only had a couple more uh, written down here. Um, the only the only one that jumped out at wide receiver is a uh, Emmanuel Sanders uh, went from oh, San went from San Francisco to New Orleans or New Orleans. I think that's a great pickup from the Saints. Like a a great route running, smart, tough receiver for Drew Brees. I think that's overlooked. And then um, yeah, I, I saw. Go ahead, so I, had, I hadn't heard that. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't see that. That that is that's yeah, a nice for, pickup, Drew. That's huge. That yeah. is huge. And then I saw um, I saw the Browns, the biggest. I, they got the Austin Hooper, and people are, they paid him a ton of money, making a big deal. I don't know anything about the guy. I didn't watch enough Atlanta Falcons football. Max, how do you feel about Austin Hooper? Care less. Yeah, that's right. Um, Joe Sherbert was oh, the third man. leading tackler. He's on my list. Back. In the league, right? Yeah. And they let him walk, and the GM goes, well, we can't pay everybody. All he won was $10 million a year. No, he, yeah, he didn't get around. overpaid. Yeah, then they turn around and sign a backup quarter, yeah. quarterback, Case Keenum, for $10 million a year. Yeah, they a have guy a guy who's not supposed to see the field to the guy who basically ran the field on the other side of the ball. Well, I looked into both your guys' teams. Neither the Steelers or the Browns did a, have done a lot in free agency yet. That doesn't mean you can't, but I'm saying as no, of now. Really. I tell you what, yeah. though, in all honesty, I was surprised when I was going through this. The Dolphins have kind of put a team together. Uh, they've signed a, a good cornerback. They've signed the defensive ends. They've signed some offensive line. Like They have really spent their money. I, I uh, And with Brady leaving New England – and I mean, the best team in the East is the Bills. The Dolphins could be a seven and nine team next year, flirting with the playoffs. I, I, I mean, the, they got the coach. They, they, I mean, they've, yeah, no, they've signed a, a, you know, linebacker help, a bit good, but good signees. Like it's crazy how they've spent their money, but, but you know, yeah. who knows? it's a long, long, long offseason. We know that. I, I don't know what Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's plan is. I don't know. I, mean, I think they're just hanging out. Freaking. You know, we don't have a, a draft pick in the first round. I mean, it's they're a mess. Anything of free agency. I mean, what are they saying? Oh, everything's good. Yeah, what do you? What are they coming back in the next year with? They're like, nah, now nah, Ben. Ben will start cutting weight about August. 
Like, no, that motherfucker's quarantined. He's going to come out at 350. I'm telling you right now, Roethlisberger's playing be, guard next year. He'll be year. lining up at right tackle. Yeah. I, I, got, I got a question. Did uh, Houston let Hopkins walk? They didn't re-sign him? No, they traded him. To who? Uh, shit. Everybody knows it's a big deal. There's so much stuff. Going Arizona. Arizona. My boy. My boy Kyler got him. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they um they traded him for uh for that uh Johnson for Johnson and the running back. The for, he's a he's a fantasy running back. I like the guy, but um there's there's gotta be more to the trade than that. People lost their mind. I taught the couch quarterbacks lost their mind about it, so I defer to them on this one because I'm not gonna lie, I've not like I've done eighteen you know, podcast in the last three weeks. I have not had time to dig into Houston Texans free agency, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Hopkins is gone. So I don't know. It's uh, but there's still a lot out there, but I do want to shout out to one free agent that I picked up when I was doing the research. Uh, so Nate Ebner who played rugby for Ohio state uh, was a free agent this year and he went to, Ah, shoot. Forgive me, Nate, for forgetting where you went. But anyway, a rugby player didn't play football at Ohio State. Got drafted by New England Patriots. It's like he's sixth or seventh year in the league. He signed a $2 million contract. Free agent $2 million. Contract. $2 million. Yes. Yeah. So good for you, what? Nate Ebner. How long was he? You said he was with the Patriots? Oh, he's, he he's, won the last, he's been in the Super Bowls with him probably five or six years. You know what? I think he came out the same year as Zeke and all those guys. But he was a what rugby player. What position? What position? He was a, he played special team. Uh, defensive backs his position. Defensive. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I need to look that up. But anyway, I was going down through there. I'm like, fucking Nate Ebner got drafted. The last pick, last pick in New England's pick or draft that year. You know, out at play, being a rugby player. Like he played yeah. like um full time rugby and uh he just he just signed a free agent contract for two million dollars. I'm like, that's a that's a that's a professional right there. Good for him. Hey, bud. Yo. Are, are we up against it? Because I got a couple of these lists. I just want to know if you want to. Now, we must be good, man. We're pa- we're past the limit. I just got a, I got a little notice that said the host has extended this uh, to unlimited time. Yeah. It so. popped up on my screen. So. I mean, I don't want I don't, don't, don't to brag. I don't want to brag, but I, I pulled some strings. I know Mr. It's His name is uh, Thaddeus Zoom. Uh, thank you. Oh, right, right. Thank yeah, you, Thaddeus. Uh, so we kind of, you know, we went through three agents there. Uh, yeah, what do you got, man? Well, I could either talk about. Um, it's your show, man. Draft, you talk about whatever you want. Draft rankings or stuff around the world in sports, stuff, other things going on. Hmm. Let's do draft rankings first. All right. So, this, of course, this is just one sports writer's, you know, top whatever uh, of talent out there. This isn't about who, who will match up good with who's at like the third spot or anything like that. So number one overall is just Chase Young. They think that Chase Young is better than Joe Burrows for a pickup. Really? Uh, what do you? I, do I don't know that Clemson linebacker man. He really wets my whistle. Well, Joe Burrows too. That's a bad motherfucker then, right there. Derek Brown, the defensive tackle from Auburn. See, here, here's what's tough about that. And Stush, this is where like you tend to like see these things in the trenches a little better than I do. Uh, Derek Brown's an awesome uh, defensive lineman. He's not, but he's not a he's not an edge guy. And I don't know if in these new this new five you know wide receiver world, it, no matter how good he is on you know the interior defensive line, is that as big a deal as a linebacker or a edge rusher? 
What do you think? I think it, um, I, I don't know a lot about the guy. You know, I think it depends on how agile and how versatile he is. Right? Uh, he's he's very agile. He's a s- superior. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's an amazing interior lineman. Like he can chase down a running back, but he's not an edge rusher in the NFL. Like he can't get outside. What do you think? I don't know, Max. You tell me. He's very agile, but he will not be moving to the edge. Yeah, he's a big boy. And I'm not. Believe me, everybody listens. Like I'm not diminishing interior line. I'm just saying, as far as but if he's. Gonna, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, but but I think if the right team picks him up, if he is that agile, and I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, oh, he's a beast. Yeah. If he's that agile, they'll find a spot. They'll find a place for him. But you as know, far as he may rank- not be that edge rusher. As far as right? rankings, okay, let's just do it. There's three. Like, do you take Chase Young? Do you take him, or do you take Simmons, or do you take? You know what? Let's throw in Akuda. You're building a defense. You get to draft either, one of those four players tomorrow. Who do you take? You're asking me, Chase Young. You're a Chase yeah. Young guy. You're you're Chase Young too, really? Huh. If, I mean, in fact, there's so much more of a passing league. He can affect that so much. He can, yeah. You know, he can, you know, he oh, yeah. draws protection. And I don't think he's bad. And and you know what? And San Francisco's proved it. They drafted all those defensive, you know, like Nick Bosa would have been the Super Bowl MVP had that game went the right way. So it's hard to argue with that. I like Simmons or Okuda simply because of the space and the speed of the game. But I can't right. argue. I can't argue that. Well, you're you're close. At four, they had Jerry um, Jurdy, wide receiver from Alabama. And then see, five. okay, I wanna, I'll pause right there. I like the guy, but I don't see that at all. Like, uh-huh. I, I watch the NFL every week. There's – there's two Jerry Judys on every team, in my opinion. I, think you're right. I see Stush nodding. What do you think? What do you think, Stush? No, about no, Jerry I agree. Judy? I agree. I think they're. I don't want to say they're a dime a dozen, but they're a dime a dozen, man. I, yeah, I, I can't see that. They, they're no more than a quarter a dozen. Right. I mean, when you're talking about, you know, Chase, you're talking about these defensive guys. Like, I, I don't see what people see in Jerry Judy. I'm not saying he's not a super talented guy. Sure. But I do not see the difference that people have have him separated above the wide receivers. And I'm like, so if he played at Ohio state, like he would just look like the rest of our receivers. Right. Am I wrong? Well, Hey, I should have wrote down who wrote this article. Cause this could have been an sec guy. Cause you had Derek no, no, Brown no. at three Auburn and then Jerdy at, at four. A lot of people love, a lot of people love Judy. It is not, uh, he and I don't think he's a bad player, but I kind of lean towards Stush. It's like, you know, I don't think they're that hard to find. Like, is KJ Hill and Jerry Judy really that different as far as if you're going to start spending money? We're talking top four. Top my, four, that's a lot of money. Right. Yeah. And how many times have I said it? Call me when a great wide receiver wins a Super Bowl. Who was the best wide receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs? Tyreek Hill. I mean, let's there's a, there's there's Tyreek Hill on every other team. Well, That's my well, opinion. Yeah. You're asking the wrong guy there from Pittsburgh because um, Holmes was on the cover of Sports Illustrated winning that toe toucher in the end zone. No, you no, you actually made my point. That was ten years ago, though. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, San Antonio Holmes is just a good wide receiver. That was it. It was Super Bowl. What did he do after that? Right. How many catches did he have that game? Like four, three? No, that drive was all him. He had like four catches on that game-winning yeah. drive. It was one of wow. the greatest. I love Santo. But uh, that, but you're making my point for me, which is odd. Right. I kind of like I, mean, re- I kind of like the stuff. 
Remember all the stuff San Antonio did at the Jets? Oh, I know, was- right? He did that. Uh, uh, then there was the, yeah, that you know what? Great. It's too much to mention. But that's my point. I'm not hating on Judy. He, he, is, he does fit in, and he is a starter in the NFL. But if you're going to give me Derrick Brown, <laughs> it's not even in the ballpark. Well, at four is Okuda. I'm, so, I'm sorry, five is Okuda. Six is Isaiah Simmons. From Clemson. How, see, how um, can you have Simmons anyway? Judy can't be I, above Simmons, but go ahead. Sorry. And then uh, Tua sits at seven. What? Tua, yeah. Okay, I'll, that, I have to hear the rest. Would that be your second quarterback off the board, Tua, after Burrow? What do you guys think? Man. Who would you um, put above? That's a great question. Now? So – they say this a heavy, uh, you know, good quarterback draft class, but I don't see it. I'd wait for I'd wait for Fields or uh, the kid out of Clemson before I would draft any of those. Yeah, guys. who who would that is a good question. Who would you put ahead of Tua as quarterbacks? That's great. Yeah, I mean, no, the, nobody between Burrows and, no. and Tua. Oh, well, well, I don't know. From everyone was big on From in college. Everyone just forget about Fromm now, or what? No, I'd like Fromm, but I'm, I can't. Yeah, like, I can, if if I had to pick between him and Tua, I don't care. I never yeah. saw Tua as a as a generational talent, and I still don't. I um, that's just me. I think he's fine, but I don't. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And if you're not Patrick Mahomes right now, considering he's like 26 years old, like, well, <laughs> then then what are you, <laughs> like? I'm not going to judge you against Jameis Winston. I'm judging against Patrick Mahomes. Now, here's one. The first offensive lineman in the top ten at Tristan Wirfs. Offensive tackle from Iowa. I think he weighed about – He's pretty good. 335 yeah, he ran like a 4.6 something or 4.5. Yeah, or something yeah. like, three, like it's like a 3.8 or something. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, ridiculous. Right I will, so I will take him – like without a doubt over over a wide receiver. There's no wide oh, yeah. receiver I'm taking over. I, as a matter of fact, if if I was to make my list, which I don't believe in making the mock draft list because obviously nobody cares, um, I don't think I'd have a wide receiver above probably the top ten offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, wide receiver is involved in maybe fifty percent of the plays of a team. I don't care what anybody says. That's unless you're Larry Fitzgerald who. He's he's a little special, but most of them fifty percent of the plays are actually they actually affect as to where an offensive lineman's every offensive play, every offensive right. play. So, well, the second wide receiver on this list, C.D. Lamb, is at number nine, and then right behind behind him is the second offensive lineman, which is that Makaya Becton, that three hundred and sixty-five yeah. pound guy. Right. Uh, I don't from Louisville. I don't get the fucking the wide receiver thing. I I don't get it. Like C.D. Lamb, I watched him play. Like, I, 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 I will, okay, I'll tell you this right now. There was three wide receivers on Ohio State that are as good as C.D. Lamb. Oh yeah, and that's just the one team that I watch. Or there, you know what? There's two on Clemson as good as C.D. Lamb. If like just if uh, I mean, you could just go down the list. Like he's just a good, a very good receiver on a very good passing team. But you, there's no way you can take top fifteen. Now this is this is interesting. So how many how many wide receivers? What was there? Three wide receivers in this list? What are you at? Like number eleven? No, I, just two. No, That's the second. 
No, actually, at number 11 is only my third wide receiver, which is Henry Ruggs III from Alabama, another Alabama guy. How the uh, fuck can you have two Alabama guys in the top 11 wide receivers? It's not my list. It's not my list. Jeez. But uh, I, I agree with you. You know what? Wide receivers is like the hot half-naked chick trying to get a picture with the celebrity. Like, everyone wants the hot, half-naked chick around. Gotcha. But you don't have to go looking for them. They'll be around if you got a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. You can always find one. And, and then, find one. And then a, in a few drinks, the kind of hot, half-naked chick looks just as good as – You got to – hey. If you, if it's you just – yeah. Offensive <laughs> linemen – okay, so here's the, here's the thing. But offensive linemen are the guy that, that – that's your buddy that will pull up and be like, dude – she don't look like you think she looks. You need to get in the car, and then the next the next day you realize that a it wasn't a half naked chick. Right. It was a half naked dude, and b like, it, it had a lazy eye. That's right. An offensive lineman will come pick you up in that situation and not right. tell anybody. And he's, he's the guy who says, "Look at that Adam's apple. Look at that Adam's apple." Yeah, right? come on, dude. Yeah. What I've learned over this past week: if you've got a bag of cocaine. And a tiger, you can have all the half-naked chicken wide receivers you ever want in your there life. There you go. I think it was more about half-naked dudes, but I, I see your point. Yeah. Right? Wide, receivers, wide receivers are the white tiger of the football world. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> all right, but uh, special mentions was uh, J.K. Dobbins was at 23 on this list. Yeah, he's running back. He's uh, only the second running back. Um, there's only one other running back listed ahead of him. And you brought up Herbert's earlier. Herbert's was listed clear down at 25. Yeah, but that's top. not even clear down. That's 20. That means that means you're a starting quarterback. Well, he's he was there's the 32 teams. That means you're a starting quarterback. I don't like the guy. Yeah. I think he's just – You draft defensive linemen and you draft offensive linemen. Everybody else will fall into your hands, man. All right, Except let's just get rid of that. I seem to make you mad. Let's talk about stuff around the world. Let's talk about different sports for a second. All right, all right. We can do a little – We can do a little – Don um, Bones Jones gets arrested for again for DUI <laughs> sitting in his car. No, he actually got a DWI. They must still give those wherever he's at. I think he, he must have got it in 1987. I swear, I just – I saw it on SportsCenter. He got a DWI. I was like, ah. Oh. You know, he still had broke my dad's record, but – Bones Jones is Johnny Football a, with Tom Brady talent. Cocaine addiction and can't keep himself out of the gutter. No, he's Johnny Football with Patrick Mahomes talent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. That's yep. much better. He's fucking – I agree. Yeah, he's the most disappointing athlete I've ever watched. All right, here's – Now, wait. Now, wait a minute. Now, have you noticed, though, that ESPN is running all the old UFC fights right now? Yeah. Like, oh, if you watch – I know that that is the I think one of the best things that's come out of all oh, the yeah. shit is being able to just sit and watch all those fights. Oh, it's I freaking get, awesome. Yeah, I go to NBA TV and they show the old Bulls like series, the playoff series. Well, it, it You know, NFL passes right right now NFL I don't know what it, what is it called? It, like NFL Game Pass or something like that is free right now. You, oh, and yeah. you can watch all the old games right yeah, now. Yeah, me and Max have yeah. it. We have it Oh, really? For, yeah, we have it for the show. Of course we do. Yeah. We're kind of big time. Yeah, you you get used to it. Um, on a broader note, which I will get to uh, ESPN uh, in a second, the NCAA has extended the eligibility of all spring athletes. I think that's a great. I think that's cool. 
And they also extended like uh, the number of scholarships or athletes you can have on your squad or team because you'll have incoming freshmen and plus you'll still be retaining these maybe who would have been seniors. So it, it, you can still continue with your normal recruiting process. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's great. It's going to be a weird year. We're going to get into that here in a minute. I got lots of questions for you guys about that, but I think it's, I, I think it's, sorry guys. I'll go ahead and take that. Yeah. <laughs> was that, hey, was that his pager? I think it was his pager. You're right. It's his to, pager. He had to run uh he has to run some meth down to old right. Terry's. And pick up a tiger cub. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a Colt forty five with the serial number wore off and a baby <laughs> cheetah that I gotta Jeez. run down here to Vista View real quick. So no, so um uh, uh, okay, no, Max, Max, real quick, if you don't mind me uh, jumping in on that, I, I like that no. topic about the eligibility and all that. So let's run it back to the NFL real quick. Do you guys think? How do you guys think this uh, the shutdown is going to affect? Because I, th I mean, the numbers are out now that this thing is pushing into May. Like you know, this is going to be a minute. How do you think that's going to affect the season? Do you think we're going to have a do you think we're going to have a full, complete football season? Or is it going to be more like a strike-shortened season? Uh, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead, Stush. Go, go ahead, ahead, Stush. You take it. Look, I, I think everything sooner or later, we have to figure out a new way to do stuff. And, you know, here you are already, you know, it's going to run into May. Like, like I keep saying, we're not going to wake up one day and all this is gone. Like, you know, you're not going to get up right. Tuesday, whatever Tuesday it is. Right. You're like, oh, coronavirus is gone. So I think it's going to be different. You know what I mean? I think the way you're going to do things, and I don't know what that means, right? I you nobody think does. Stadiums, right? stadiums packed with people, and how do you open the bars back up and all that, that kind of shit? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the answers are, but, man, I hope by, you know, you know, if it's August or whatever, so you gotta think, we, I mean, August get, start figuring shit out how we get this stuff back together. The problem is you're already in May, right? Yeah. So, so when do they like really start practicing and things like that? I mean, your, your, your camp start in June, but right. July is your, it's time to go. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, they did, they have done it with contracts before they have done it with, you know, things like that. So they have had shortened mini camps. So here's my here's my favorite question of the week. Um, I kind of ran. Can I answer that question first? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. you can. Okay, so I was looking up actually TV ratings. Uh, look at this, like ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS. Their rates are going through the roof with stupid shows like dancing shows, singing shows, dancing really? and singing shows. Uh, if you're a firefighter or an EMS show, medical field, like they're going through roofs. ESPN in the last three months has had a 39% drop. Well, of course. So you think ESPN's losing money. Uh, everyone's losing money. NFL's losing money. They're going to find a way to do this. It's not probably not going to be the same way we always do it. They're going to do it. Matter of fact, they even put out a feeler. They were thinking about starting college football season early to make up for lost revenue from the lock of spring sports. And wow. spring sports don't even bring in that much money. But all these networks are losing money from what? We missed Mar no March Madness. 
baseball, you know, the kickoff to baseball, NBA would have been in the playoffs. All of these big time money makers, they're going to find a way to get some kind of revenue out of this. They, they want to get back to making money. Yeah. Think about the casinos, the gambling. I mean, think I mean, about that. Up. Like, like it, Vegas it, is literally shut down right now. That is, um, that is amazing because your daily. I never um, thought I'd see it in my lifetime. Just to pay for linens and how much money you or your payroll you put out per day. If you ain't making a million dollars, you shut the doors immediately because you can't pay your employees. But uh, professional tennis has actually came up with a way to stream and you can gamble on professional tennis. I wanted to bring, I looked that up for uh, Stuss because you know he's you know he needs help. He needs something. But, uh, it's something and marble racing. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Marble racing. <laughs> but it sounds interesting. These guys build cases. They build little uh, race courses down the hill in the dirt, and then they pour a bunch of marbles down, and you get to bet on what color wins. So it's, it's desperate. So my next question is, do you think that without the draft being televised, without no publicity, basically it's just done in a room and a bunch of guys just doing a draft – do you think that would actually change the way that teams draft because there's not fans there? They don't get caught up in the emotion of it. You know, they don't, oh, we, we need to draft the guy sitting there so I can see him getting a hug on screen. Do you think that teams will actually draft smarter because of this or will have any effect on it whatsoever? I think for some teams it will be differently because – some teams know, like, hey, if I go out there and get the sexy draft pick, I can I can fill seats in the stadium. Exactly. And yep. other teams are like, I, I don't care. I'm getting what we need. And then some teams are like, like that one year the Jets drafted the the uh, the, the place kicker from high state, and they got booed out of their own no, state. He's still kicking, yeah. by the way. So I think every he played like, longer every than person, everybody else they drafted that year. <laughs> yeah. Every person, every team's different. It's like a different fingerprint. Um, and your head will still be left scratch. You'll still be scratching your head over some people's draft picks. Stush, what do yeah, you think? I, no, I, I agree with that. I think um, some of it is just moves, to, like you said, to get people in the stadium. I think some of that may change, but it may not. I mean, you know, they're still going to be – they still want to pull people into the stadium, you know. So, I, and, and plus, I think, you know – when is it? When, when, when's the draft? I don't uh, even it's know. Uh, late April. Yeah. Like three weeks, two, mm -hmm. two, two or three weeks. I mean, you see more and more, you know, ways that they're doing stuff just like this, you know, with zoom and different things like that. I mean, there, I think there's still going to be something on TV about, it. you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be just like, gotcha. They're, they're going to do something. There's going to be some uh, show on it or whatever. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I right. think they'll be so another another thing that just this is just an observation that everybody forgot like forgot about which they should everything that's going on in the world is way more important. Um, there were no um, private workouts for these kids. Everybody forgot about that. All these kids like Chase Young. I'm going to work out. You know, I'll work out in my uh, private workout and all that. There was no private workouts because everything canceled right after the right after the combines when everything shut down. That's right. So about, a lot of these about, kids didn't get a – what's that? What about like Zooms? They're still doing, you know, conference calls and Zoom calls. I oh, interv uh, interview-wise, yeah, it's probably better. I, 
you got all the speed. You can time him getting off the ball. You can watch all the game film you want on that. It's getting to know the person. Is wow. See there, that's you, more important. There you go. But yet, there you go. Change the draft though. That still changes it. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't. I mean, I'm saying it ruins it or makes it better, or whatever. But it does change it. That's a great point. God right. damn, Max. It should be called Max and Bud Tuesday aftermath. Right. Nah, I should good. definitely be second billing. Nah. Hey, speaking of something crazy, mad scientist straight out of uh, uh, Dr. Frankenstein's monster story, Red Bull Formula One team or um, race director. You know what he wanted to do? He wanted to start a camp up and have all his Formula One drive Red Bull drivers there and purposely infect him with COVID-19. Give him a two-week um, isolation to get through the, all the symptoms and then go ahead and have their Red Bull Formula One racing circuit because they couldn't give it to any, each other because they already had it. He was going to inject them all with the virus. That's actually, it's, that was on ESPN. It seems, it seems like there's a hundred different ways you can do that other than infecting them with virus. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can think of a lot of ways you I could drive. Like, I see a lot of cars driving. Like, I mean, honestly, when I think, you know what he could have done? I, I, you know, I, that's what I was going to say. Some of these sports, I mean, all joking aside, and, and trust me, I am the biggest proponent of social distancing. Yes. Like, you have no idea with what I do and what I keep lecturing. I, I, I absolutely am. And I'm not saying it's bad, but some of these sports, like you think about like NASCAR race, Formula One racing. There's no you can do that stuff without the people in the stand because that's where the issue is. The drivers don't have to be near each other. Right. Now, I don't know. Maybe the pit crew stuff's weird or something like that. You have to think it, figure that out. You know, they have helmets on and stuff. I mean, there, again, yeah. society's going to have to figure out how to do this stuff differently at some time, right? Sooner or later, we're going to have to figure it out. Now is probably not the time, right? Because we're just starting to go up that curve, you know, and it, stuff is going to get worse here in the next weeks but at some point i think you're you know everybody gotta go back to work man yeah that's that's a whole other topic let's not go down that road about yeah we're not gonna do that tonight that's yeah let's stick to i i agree with you and we can we can debate it like mad scientists but let's let's stick to sports because uh well no i was no that was all about sports i'm just saying that no no i I think that was great that's i think that was i think that was perfect yeah i mean there's there's no reason to skirt the issue. It's a real deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I promote any podcasts that are uh, recording safely right now. That's the only ones I listen to. Right. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. Um, I think that's a great answer actually. And, and the stuff keeps saying, just got to figure out, it's got to be, you got to figure out how to do things differently. That's just, that's a new world coming out of this sports and right. all. How do, you, how do you pack 65,000 people into your NFL stadium and not have them, on top of each other, filing in and filing out. You don't. Those, those, yeah, those are the things that I I have, I, have, I have no idea how you ever yeah, go back to that. You know, just simple things like bars. Think about that. Like just going to a sports bar and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, that's going to be for a long, long time. You're just not going to be able to do that. But, you know, I guess my point was that doesn't mean, you know, right now I think it's the right decision. I absolutely do. It's a global can't do any of it, but sometime you have to start bringing some of this back and you got to start thinking about what that looks like and how you could do that. You know, 
and we're lucky. We're in Ohio. DeWine has done a great job. I mean, he's he shut everything down, and I think that's been a good move. But um, yeah, as a side note, I was one of the last athletes in the country to perform. Just saying. There you go. That's right. That's right. It, it shut yeah. down that night. Well, that Sunday. I'll just let you know. A few more of these, and I'll be performing tonight too. <laughs> oh yeah, you got a performance coming up. So, uh, do you guys got it anything? Be, it will not be filmed. It will not be filmed. You guys got anything uh, left for the Tuesday aftermath? I, I feel like we did a pretty good show. Any last thoughts? Uh, oh yeah, uh, the Tour de France may go on without viewers. Well, I mean, you can figure it out during the backcountry trails. And you can monitor your racers. Uh, yeah, but it's not all about that. It's about it's about what you do between that. That's that's the whole argument about like I can do my job completely by myself, isolated. But once you leave the house, if I have to stop, you know, I'll stop and get a donut. I'll stop and do this. I stop and do that. That's the whole right. point. And I, I think that's yeah, it's, it's the exponential exponential effect of of this virus. Yeah, and, and it's, it's all those like you said, it's all that. Uh, ancillary things you have to do not just the race and that's yeah. why i said like like when i think about like formula one or nascar running the cars that's simple you're you're socially distanced yeah you know but then you got to think about okay how do you get the cars ready how do you do the the pit stop stuff and everything like that so you got to put all that in, in yeah. place it's, it's no different than what you know a lot of businesses have had to do you know mine included yeah. you know you had to figure all that stuff out and it's it's hard man yeah i think it's well, um, and and uh, we won't get too dark here, but let's just be honest. It just ain't the time for it. Like the, like I haven't missed sports because I've been so freaking worried about, you know, people. So. Um, yep. One more sporting event, Tokyo put back their summer Olympics. They still picked another date, July 23rd to August. 8th. No, they set it back a year. Oh, they set it back a year, 2021. Yeah. It's already been postponed yeah. a year. Damn. Yep. There will be no Olympics. That's the right decision. Oh, it's it was a no like that was a no brainer. So what do they? So what do you think they do? So they have it in twenty one. So will they? That will it then start occurring on odd years? No, they'll have. Or will it. they have the next one on twenty four? Yeah, three they'll, years they'll, later. Yeah, they'll go back to it. They've done that over the years, like with wars and different things like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. They'll just they'll just they'll just they. There was a time where the Winter Olympics uh, happened in two years because they wanted to stagger it. Yeah, it'll still be, it'll still be on the four. Hopefully, cool. It might All just, right. it might just be three people like us running on a treadmill as fast as we can. We should do a uh, Zoom cast, all three of us on treadmill at the same time. So I got, I got to share this. So if you guys notice, I, I've got a beer now. Yes. So, um, what is it? DD what? 214. DD oh. DD 362235 <laughs> has successfully uh, twice now passed behind me without being seen on camera to get a beer from behind I the bar. wondered Forget how, like, I thought, man, right. I, I figured Stush would drink tonight. That beer doesn't go anywhere. I'm down to fucking water. Wow. I'm impressed. That's so, pretty good. So I Why think would you have her make a real quick appearance and have her wave and all that. Oh yeah, she can come in. Yeah, she earned. Yeah. There she is. Hi, Dee Dee. Oh, the floor everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah. How are you? We're doing great. We're all doing, I'm doing good. We're, we're doing, doing fine. We're doing separately great. Good. 
We're, uh, right. we're getting Separately through this. Yeah. Everybody be safe. Hey, Dawn. What? I'm sorry, DD. 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 You know, from here on to the top, no more hugs. No hugs are ever allowed again. I know. That's going to be a hard thing for me, Matt. It's good for the, all, all three of you, though. I know that. Yes. Allegedly. Right, nice seeing you. So, Bye. Uh, so, so that was it. That was Tuesday aftermath. Uh, we're we're uh, we're still kicking. We're doing it safely. We want everybody to be safe. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, we'll probably be back. We'll be back. We'll, uh, we'll probably do the NFL draft. I would say. I don't see with any marble reason. racing. And, and we'll, we're yeah, we're thinking about doing some marble racing. Um, well, those tiger cubs I have will be big enough by then too. <laughs> we can do some shit with them. We're going to raise this little son of a Yeah, so any, anybody that listens to this uh, and enjoys this podcast, also check out Jeff Needs Help because uh, I'm going to have these two crazy guys on it. We're going to do a, a crossover episode with right. the Tuesday Aftermath, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we got we to do a quick wardrobe change, and then we'll be back. Right? <laughs> well, I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. When we talk about Jeff Needs Help, we talk about this, uh, this Netflix um, – uh, documentary can f bomb start dropping and just can we just go off the chain on this one you can do whatever you want on jeff needs help all right all right guys thanks Godzilla.